Cool. Okay. Shall we have a meeting? Yes, why not? Shall I play the music? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Whee! Do you want to start, Claire, by telling us why you picked the uh, the film this week, Belfast? Yeah, I suppose I should. Um, I think it might have been mentioned in a podcast I listened to, and ah. whenever someone mentions a film that sounds interesting, <laughs> I write it on my list, and this one was on my list, so I suggested it in a panic last time. <laughs> um, the panic choices can be the best. I don't really know much about it. Um but yeah, it was certainly it was recommended in the podcast, so seemed like it was worth going for. Um, yeah, so what did everyone what did everyone think about it? Hmm. Uh, Laura, what did you think of it? Um, Kenneth Branagh's just not very good at making films. That's what I think. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think he's a bad filmmaker. Okay. Um, and it was very watchable. I thought it was watchable. I didn't hate it. I, I liked some parts of it. I thought some of the jokes were funny. Yeah. Um. What about you guys? Uh, Fernando? <laughs> well, I've, I've seen this before. This is my second time watching oh, it. Okay. And I loved it the first time. I cried the first time. Wow. And yeah. this second time, I almost cried as well. I thought it was really good. My okay. God. Nice. We're different people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very rare that I agree with Fernando, but I, I thought this was a brilliant film. Knew Superb. You would. I Absolutely. Knew, I knew that would happen. <laughs> oh, absolutely you, great film. I never agree. In that case, I don't like this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for, that is your right. Yeah, I thought this really, um, this really rescued Kenneth Branagh for me, who has done some real stinkers in his time. Um, I, think oh, I thought it, this was such a stinker. <laughs> I think it really helped that it didn't like star him in the lead role. I, something about the way he tends to be the main character in all of his films doesn't go too well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, think I, that's just because he's the wrong age. I think if one of the characters <laughs> had been the right age, he would have been in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get the impression that the little boy was meant to be him, right? Yeah, it did seem like that. <laughs> so in a way, it was actually all about him. I don't know. I, I really, really loved his Much Ado About Nothing. It's one of my favourite films ever. Um, but oh yeah, I haven't got much else out of him. But yeah, I thought this was great. It was it was just superbly shot, magnificently acted, brilliant script, um, really really touching drama, nicely done. Uh, yeah, what else can I say? Great film. Thank you for picking it. Excellent. What did you think, Claire? I think I'm somewhere in between. So hmm. the bits I enjoyed, I really enjoyed. I thought overall it was really good. But there were just a few scenes where it f- felt too deliberate. It felt like that was someone my trying to it. make art. Yeah, it was just like that's it's not not done well enough to be. Yeah, you've not earned worthy. this. Yeah, yeah. So I think as a story and the the bits where you, they were just telling a story about people, I thought those were great. Um, but the the attempts to be cool fell short for me. So, yeah, okay. so it's somewhere between, I think. So I'll argue both sides. Okay. Good to have a depending on Belgium. What, what mood I'm having. At that <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and not dig deep into my opinion in 
like I did with what was that French film we watched? Masculine, Masculine and feminine. feminine. Try, I'll try not to repeat that and remember that I did like some parts of it. Okay. <laughs> just being angry that people disagree with me and being like, no. So, so Laura, tell us why you hate all black and white films. <laughs> Bunch of try hard films. That's Is it because there weren't any chase scenes? <laughs> <laughs> no cars exploding. Where so were the vampires? No, where were the werewolves? Oh, actually, were. Where was the ancient blood feud? Mm. <laughs> no one had superpowers at all. <laughs> what a shit film. <laughs> I want Kate Beckinsale. I want an Alika One Piece. I don't want her running around just shooting guns. In fact, I'm starting to think Sean Connery wasn't even in this film from start to finish. <laughs> You weren't looking hard enough. <laughs> God, what what was what was so bad about this then? What what did Kenneth Branagh do to you? Okay, I think he makes just utterly wacky, random directorial decisions to try and be bold, and it fails. Okay. What it does is disconnect me from the characters. When you have a scene that's shot from outside a window while people are having an intimate conversation, I'm like, oh, good for you. Well done. You know how to work a camera from a mile away. <laughs> Um, I thought it was generic Oscar Beatty. How do you make a film about the Troubles without having any politics in it? No ideology, no stances. No one had anything to say. It was There was no intimacy for me. I thought you didn't earn your intimate moments with the characters because every time we had an intimate moment, he just cut scene. It was like, next scene, next scene, next scene. We have people reacting very dramatically, like the mother bursting into tears when she's on the phone. And I'm like, you haven't earned this. I can see why logically, mm. like we know the circumstances around why she's upset or why anyone's reacting the way they do, but you didn't put any time or depth or effort into it. So it's not working for me. Those are the main reasons. Okay. I can't entirely disagree with you, though oh, I really well, like nice. this film. There's yeah. there's not there's something in what you're saying. You're totally right about it. So I I could bear I, I could hardly bear murder on the Orient Express because of the wacky camera angles. They'd like set up the camera so it's above yes. the doorway to one of the compartments yeah it just but doesn't in make such sense. a way that you can't quite figure out where anyone is or quite what's going on and that mm. and that the camera is surely above the roof and so we shouldn't be able to see it at all that that kind of thing yeah drove me mad um and that yeah there were a few moments of drama in this film that fell a little flat because it just seemed like a, a desperate attempt to to make drama happen. Mm, yeah. Um, and yeah, I see what you mean, but it didn't quite earn it. Um, but overall, I thought there was enough in there. there. There were enough. I did care about the characters, and I cared about they were, the way they were interacting with each other. Mm. I suppose I did too, because I thought it was really well acted. Yeah. Um, mm. So that kind of brought me in a bit, because I did care about them. And the kid was really cute. Hmm. So much um, of good child acting, though, is good directing. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he was doing well, like they, they hit it just right. Like the, oh, I'm thinking about like the Christmas Day scene where he's so happy and then he just transforms into just this hysterical screaming when they when he thinks he's going to go away from Belfast. Just the the timing in that and the yeah, that that could have gone really, could have been really rubbish if it had been just shot a little differently or edited just a little differently. Um, yeah, I think there was there was a lot of sensitivity in the way that it was edited, and I thought that was good. And yeah, we didn't dwell on scenes for very long, but it was trying to give us a 
a taste of his whole life. It was trying to give us a, a cross section of what it was like to be this little boy in Belfast. And I think it did a really good job of that, even without hours of set up for each of the characters. And, yeah. I'm not asking for much. I don't want hours of set up. I just want to spend a little time when you're trying to make me feel emotional. Instead of just cutting me off. I don't know. It just, uh, yeah. Did you I want don't the film know. to be longer? No, I thought it was a good length. I didn't want it to be longer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or maybe I did want it to be longer. I don't know. I just thought, not unpacking anything. There's no depth to anything. I mean, it kind of works because we're seeing, you know, sweet, innocent child in amongst turbulent political times. Again, we mm. don't really dwell on, but um, I thought Jojo Rabbit did that better. Okay. It was more of a contrast between the innocence and the hardness of what was going on around him. I just felt like the adults in this film didn't do enough. They weren't written well enough, maybe. Like the dad, I don't see anything of his character. I don't know what he's really like. Is that like we don't have a good character portrait for him, I don't think. He loves his family. Loves his family. That's that's the main thing about it. That was about it. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't hate Catholics. Nope. Very tolerant man. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was good enough. I mean, he he had a a clear way that he was making decisions for the family, but he was also kind of gentle with it, and he was he cared about how they felt. He was sort of loving and. And he was kind, but also he was he was a strong father figure. And I think it, yeah, it, in among all of that, I thought we had a good character there. Yeah. It felt like they, they almost had a dynamic where it's he's struggling to explain the real world to his small child. But they dropped that really quick, I think. Oh, how do I you, it would how be do you mean when did they have like, that? Well, in the beginning, I think the child is trying to ask. I don't know anyone's name. Did anyone have a name? I didn't get much. The adults didn't. (laughs) Did the boy have a name? Oh, he did, didn't he? he? Buddy. Buddy, that was it. He was Buddy. Buddy and the brother was Will. Of the adults, adults weren't named. No, they were just Ma and Pa, weren't they? Yeah, okay. Granny and Pop. I feel like the film was from Buddy's perspective. I think that's why they, they didn't have names. I think that's maybe why it lacked political depth. That was what I Because he didn't understand. I think if you were a good filmmaker, though, you could bring in political depth. Yeah. I thought there was some depth. I mean, we saw what the what the arguments were about, is that there was this division between the two communities. And... I don't think that's depth. I think that's, surf- that's, that's the basic, basic, <laughs> these are the troubles, look at them. We're not going <laughs> to, we don't, don't yeah. think about them too hard, though. We don't care. <laughs> That much. <laughs> there were different communities and they were mm-hmm. living in somewhat segregated areas. Yep. And there were armed militias that were trying to cleanse neighborhoods and were, yeah, bringing in the tactics of gang violence, which was leading to an intervention from the army and a sort of war torn city. But um, this is my point, though. It's a bit of an idiot's guide to the troubles. Well, no, uh, like if you're a, making a film about, like, I, I wanted that. Well, it death. wasn't a history of the Troubles, was it? It was a. I've seen so a, many films about Ireland that does this really well. Okay. What, yeah, by like I giving you more of the history? No, it's not necessarily like a history lesson. It's just you show how the characters respond a bit better and 
I don't know, just have this felt a bit like it was just doing a worse version of what Dairy Girls does by just having little news clips, but ones that are just clearly so written to be exactly on the nose about whatever they're being like, oh, there's a riot or oh, there's, I don't know, the other things got just so basic, so simple, so nothing. And again, not taking any stance on it whatsoever, just being like, oh, isn't it bad when people don't get along because of religious reasons? And I just think there's, there's more. It's just not really. It's robbed of any meaning, I think. Um, did you want it to be more moralising? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. You wanted a big, uh, big banner at the start talking about how brilliant the British Empire was. And... <laughs> they should have played Rule Britannia over and over again <laughs> instead of Van Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be more ethical. Oh. <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe look one day i've got a big list of irish films that are on my list so one day i'm gonna pick them and then we can compare them and i'll be like this was because i, I realized i think that sounds brilliant here. um i'm just shitting on this film and i can't name why which is annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's fair if it didn't connect but again i thought the i thought the clips were quite good that was that was us seeing it the way buddy saw it just sort of this this sort of vague understanding of what's going on in the city, but also that's not the biggest thing that he's concerned about. And he mostly just cares about his own family. And also that was kind of indiscriminately blurred in with like old Westerns that he's watching on TV. Mm. Um, And that those are kind of given, given equal weighting somehow because they were as important to him in his life. And I thought that was kind of good. Yes. Maybe we, maybe we should talk about what, more about what you enjoyed about it. Fernando, what, why did you like it so much? Uh, well, maybe it was basic, but given that I knew, and I still know very, very little about the troubles in Northern Ireland, I felt like I was enlightened by oh, that's good. the film. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. whoa. Mm. I felt like I had learned something. Um, apart from that, I liked the mm, family story within the Northern Irish story. Um, I liked how they portrayed very well the very hard choice that some people face in leaving their the place where they live. Um, it was not just straightforward, like, oh we're having troubles here now we will we'll just leave mm, no, it's, mm-hmm. they, they, they say yes we're having trouble but even though we're having trouble i really like this place <laughs> and it's hard to leave um and i thought that was very well uh conveyed uh or or at least that's my opinion <laughs> um yes those are the my main point, I guess, those are the the main things why I like the I like the film. Cool. That makes yeah, that makes sense. It would be, it's a good way to learn about the troubles if you're just diving in. Because it does do that well. If that's what it was trying to do, then then that's fine, I guess. It gave a it a, yeah. Fernando said about um, about people showing the reason that they wanted to stay despite everything. And that was the bit that I kind of learned. Because mm. like from the start of the film, like where he was thinking of leaving, I was like, oh, thank God, like get out of this horrible <laughs> place. Oh my God, get away from fucking Belfast. <laughs> um, 
And it was, I went on a bit of a journey with the dad to sort of realize the reason that people wanted to stay behind um, and why it took such urgent danger for them finally to leave. Uh, Yeah, that that was interesting. Though I already knew like a a bit more about the the troubles and Mm. their history and what they were. Yeah. Claire, what did you think? Go on. Obviously, what Claire thought. Um, So I suppose that the thing I liked most about it was the human moments. So I... Like, I think it's very easy to talk in very general terms about the Troubles and there was a car bomb attack and that sounds really horrible. But seeing it from the perspective of this little boy and just how scary that is and just how... Because it, it, I felt like it tied in very familiar emotions. Mm. Things like having a crush at school um, and dealing with that oh. and that being on a par with trying to deal with someone exploding a car right outside your house um, mm. and you're just trying to navigate this world and just so I feel like it it, it did well at um, yeah, helping explore just how huge those emotional traumas were and like his relationship with his his grandparents I thought was just lovely and that made it all the harder at the end when he leaves the grandma behind like she's just on mm, her own now yeah. I found that just so difficult heartbreaking um, yes why <laughs> why why was she left behind yeah why didn't they take her I guess she would she wouldn't go would she, she said I don't that. think she'd have gone yeah. yeah for the same reasons the mom didn't want yeah. to go but yeah it was just yeah I, I think it dealt with the the scary stuff really well it was very acute how it made me feel the, the feelings um, um, but I felt like a lot of the artsy scenes like things where yeah you just see people standing in the street really awkwardly from a distance after something dramatic had happened was like a bit stupid and the weird singing scene I like the weird singing scene I think was that right at the end I think it was yeah. um, when Jamie Dornan singing at the end was that the only time they sing yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that that almost won me back. That the dance number that they did at the end was great. Really enjoyed that. What a joy! I love it when people dance at the end of a film, like another round. Spectacular. I just wanted to say that I kind of hated the dancing scene, and it was what? like the end of Shrek Two and Mulan, <laughs> and it didn't work at all. To mean both brilliant end scenes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> It was a d- dramatic change in tone and sort of the rules of the film. Maybe that's that's probably why I liked it. Um, yeah, peak Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah. I thought, why not? Let's have a bit of a laugh at the end. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore, does We really it? have different priorities, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Really playful. What did we think of the use of colour? Um, it was interesting. I liked it, I think. I think I quite liked it. Me too. Wasn't too arbitrary and pointless. Yeah. I liked that the granny's glasses had colour in them when they were watching a colour film. Mm. That's a good that's a good little touch. I don't know what it means. I don't think it means anything. I think it was another thing that was just like, that would look cool, wouldn't it? But well, you know what, it was, Kenneth? It did. Well done. The colour was outside of their humdrum lives. Oh. It was the... 
I, I meant the, the colour in the glasses. Oh, yeah, that's because that was what she was seeing, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. No, it makes sense. I actually didn't notice it the first time it happened. I think it was in, was it in the 10,000 BC movie? I thought was it was the in first Chitty Chitty we... Bang Bang. Oh, maybe it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, but I kind of didn't spot it. I just thought like, oh, it's a clip from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And then oh, I was oh, hang on, this whole thing's made in black and white. Oh, the whole, co- yes, yes. I think it was 10,000 years. Um, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Incidentally, I know what my next film choice is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the whole way through. I was like, "I gotta, we gotta watch that film." Yeah, I've gotta watch the skimpy Cavewoman film. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a bit of it on like Channel Five once when I was a kid, and it was crap, proper rubbish <laughs> film that I think had very little going for it except the girl in the bikini running around. <laughs> Maybe that's enough. It looks incredible. <laughs> I think this is my type of film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that. <laughs> so it sounds like we kind of didn't disagree on this film all that much. No, I think we come probably to different have conclusions, more in common but... than yeah. Yeah, something about the the drama wasn't quite landing for you then. Yeah, I think that was it. I think it was just it was lacking something for me. I thought it, there was a good film oh. in there, and I just thought in the hands of someone else, it could have been a genuinely good film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If only Tarantino had got to it. <laughs> I was thinking that through. I thought some of the arbitrary conversations could be minorly a bit better. Okay. Some of them were really good, though. I enjoyed um, cholesterol joke. I thought a, a lot of it rang very true. It, they felt like real conversations. Yeah. That real kind of banter that communities have going. and yeah. The Irishy. Yeah, what are they like? <laughs> So a lot of it, in fact, Claire, um, Claire said it reminded her a bit of like people in Ayrshire, and I could see that a lot. It was stuff like her, her singing at the top of her voice and him saying, "What did you do with the money?" And she asked, "What what money?" And he says, "The money your ma gave you for singing lessons." Well, that's just exactly the kind of thing I can hear people saying. <laughs> it's yeah. very, very familiar sense of humour. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just just rang very true a lot. It of was it. good. Yeah, that was that was probably my favourite things about it. Um, a good old laugh we could have, but it wasn't trying too hard. I thought hmm. it just felt a bit more natural. It was just a. It had something true to say, and <laughs> that was beautiful. Mm. One thing I liked, oh yeah, in, in terms of the like what it had to say about the troubles, um, I thought it was quite profound that we never saw any uh, Republican militias. That almost all of the characters in the film were Protestants, and everything. Like all of the stuff that they were afraid of was caused by other Protestants. Yes, it, I like it, that too. I thought that's good. They've given me a good, clear villain: the Protestants. It's always the bloody Protestants. <laughs> well, hang on, that's, that's not message, what I was going to say at that's all. That's the message I took from that film. <laughs> <laughs> oh bloody hell! We were... <laughs> well, I was going to say almost the opposite, <laughs> which is that it, it like. Their har- all of the harm that was being done to them was by their own community, right? Mm. Um, that the Protestants, the Protestants, yeah. At, 
uh, and we had some vague idea that like there is this thing called the IRA that's causing a lot of this trouble as well, but we didn't even see like a single one of them. We didn't see a single like Catholic march or IRA bombing. It was all just the the people who were supposed to be on their side that were terrorizing them and tearing their community apart. And I thought that was that was a real that added some subtlety to it. And it was well beyond like identifying a side of the conflict that was bad. Um, the Protestants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we've got <laughs> I think we've <laughs> <laughs> it definitely showed a bad side of Protestantism, mm. um, particularly the minister himself, who was a lunatic. Yeah, and I was interested. I'd, I'd kind of like to know how <clears throat> how realistic that was because I, my impression tends to be that the people who are actually religious don't get too involved in this, and it's just the like crazy people who just like yeah hate people who speak in a certain way who actually. Yeah, get into the whole sectarian conflict, but yeah, the the preacher, he was he was something else. Yeah, yeah no, he was I think it's Catholic. In... <laughs> 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 mm, yeah, um, no, I think it's okay. maybe that's what I was trying to say because I think it is at all levels of institutions in the country. It's through police, the you know. Churches, it's every all the sectarianism is everywhere. Yeah, um, I guess so. But didn't you see the final of Derry Girls? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, I saw the end of the first series. There, there were a couple of series of Derry Girls, weren't there? Three, I think. Three, yeah. I only saw the first one. I see. You'd be much more caught up on what this was like if you'd seen the, fi- <laughs> the final season. <laughs> I will. I did enjoy Derry Girls. It was a very good good show. I should come it's back. Great. To it. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Oh, I've got to look forward to the finale now. Mm. Um, yeah, so I thought. Yeah, I thought. Also, the, I think it's Protestants who like to march. I think you're fine. <laughs> Don't they all like to march? No, it's definitely the Protestants. Is it definitely? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I can't figure out how serious you're being. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> I mean, they certainly do march. Love to bang those drums. <laughs> oh dear it still happens doesn't it they do these marches there was one when i was in belfast um oh, christ in july last year yeah i mean that was you know not that long ago well, to be fair they were only marching because it was pride so it was like a you know <laughs> like a revenge march oh right <laughs> rather oh, than a genuine God. march yeah oh what a confusing mess <laughs> so they're like marching ironically no, they were doing an anti-Pride march. Oh, an anti-Pride march. <laughs> yes, sorry, oh, I should have made God. that clearer. As if, as if harassing <laughs> Catholics wasn't bad enough, they need yeah. to get gay people as well. Yeah. Oh, what can you do? Mm. Move to England, I guess. Move to England, that's, that's what They've they did. They've never done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely, like, very much reduced chance of someone firebombing your house if you move to England. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been out of there like a shot. Mm. If it was Aylesbury, you reckon? I mean, you would live in St Andrews now, actually. What if it was St Andrews? <laughs> Aylesbury was bad enough. 
<laughs> Let me tell you, Aylesbury is not as bad as Belfast, <laughs> if this film has anything to go by. <laughs> well, I moved away from the west coast of Scotland. That's true. Claire's yeah. the only one of us with real experience of this. No, it didn't, didn't involve blown up cars, but it did involve separate primary schools <laughs> with kids yeah. who weren't allowed to play, otherwise their big brother and sister would come and take them inside. Dear, oh dear. That's awful. Yeah. Mm. Didn't you get accused of not playing with someone because she was Catholic once? Yeah, I was six. Oh. And <laughs> you know how when you're little, your best pal is whoever you're sat next to in a classroom? <laughs> yeah. Just whoever the teacher is sat next to you becomes your best pal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We The classes all changed, you know, like when you go from primary one to primary two. Mm. And so I was playing with someone else and she and a little gang came and asked why I wasn't playing with her anymore. Is it because she's Catholic? Mm. Um, and I said, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you should have said yes. I should have done with hindsight. should have said, yes, I hate you. Oh. Because of your really well-developed religious belief. <laughs> she just some very, very strong opinions about the Eucharist. Yeah. <laughs> cannot believe you think bread is actually the body of Christ. I'm not playing tag with you. <laughs> uh, or something like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah our, our primary school was separated from the Catholic school by a big wall and a big fence. And then the roof got blown off the Catholic school. God. So they joined into the one big campus. Did it? And Yeah. And we... Like, the kids just didn't play with each other in the schools. Children are like bastards, a, aren't they? That's where it yeah. starts. Well, can you imagine that, like being that small and already have been taught that they're different? Because you'd go home and play with them until someone mm. taught you not to. Like, it didn't occur to children. But, yeah. Yeah, you have to be it. taught that, don't you? Mm. I disagree. I think they teach adults. They grow into adults, don't they? The children teach the adults. We all started as children. That's true. The world started as children. Yeah. It's the children's fault. Where did the first prejudice come from? You be careful with Heather now. She's going to grow up and teach you to hate Catholics. (laughs) Oh, she wouldn't. She looks so innocent. (laughs) They all do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I loved it when he stole the laundry powder. Oh, bless them. That was cute. <laughs> that was the best line in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you steal? <laughs> it's biological. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was absolutely true, right? You've just been told firmly, take something, yeah. anything you need. Yeah. Oh, poor little boy. <laughs> I quite like that he took the Turkish delight and everyone yeah. hates Turkish delight. <laughs> I think I'm the only person in the world who actually really loves Turkish Delight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd have had that in a minute. <laughs> You'd have been hated for it. <laughs> yes, maybe Ost- that's... Ostracised by your community. <laughs> the original... <laughs> the original division between peoples. Oh, One of dear. those Turkish Delight lovers. <laughs> oh, set up a separate oh. primary school for them. I've got symbolism. Symbolism. Yeah. Oh, symbolism. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I don't have the symbolism there. I'm sorry. Symbolism, 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 symbolism. Symbolism. He steals the Turkish delight, doesn't he? He's he's from the one family that's not that fussed about religious division. Oh. And he's the only one that likes the delicious treat from the Arab world, from the Muslim world. Not Arab world. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's willing to embrace other cultures where everyone else just wants a crunchy. Wow. I like it. That's that's pretty good. I mean, he did say that he doesn't like the Turkish delight and refused <laughs> to eat it. But it's still the close. Spoil symbolism, symbolism, Michael. Sorry. Yeah, I don't need to stop picking holes in these. He stole the detergent because he wanted to clean up the street. Oh, but not in the sense of cleansing. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> like in terms of cleaning up the violence. <laughs> oh well, yeah. What does he mean when he says it's biological? Does oh. he mean the religious difference is biological? It's biological. Yes. We're just different Guys. from men. Kenneth Brown is a genius. <laughs> Give that man a BAFTA. <laughs> I think he's probably given himself one already. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's a shame he was cast as Lockhart because the more time goes on, the more I'm thinking they're quite alike. Yeah, so that <laughs> yeah. was a, a clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh, dear. dear, oh dear. Do you remember when Sally Mathstone? Mapstone got all the Catholics together for a no. big celebration of Catholics. No, I don't remember that. We had a Catholic member of staff who said that he'd been invited to a big Catholic loving by Sally Mathstone in the St. Salvatore's <laughs> squad. For some reason, I pictured because this was a couple of years ago, I pictured it on a boat, but I don't think they did have a boat. I think that's something my brain made up. <laughs> I, think it was the, I think it was the chapel. <laughs> wow. Are you sure you didn't just dream all of this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah, give this my, a citation so needed. My, my colleague was also Mr. Blobby. Was a... <laughs> <laughs> and then he whirled me away to Candyland. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I say Sally's Quad. It was sort of Sally's Quad, but it was also sort of the London Eye because we could definitely could see all the way to Paris from it. <laughs> and then we hit the Titanic iceberg. <laughs> Mr. Bean wasn't happy at all. <laughs> And it was all an allegory for my relationship with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was excited when we got the Titanic, a glimpse of the Titanic hotel. Shame that didn't feature a bit more. Yeah, is that a big deal? Well, the Titanic in Belfast is a big deal. Hmm. Now, I was always surprised by this. They're very, very proud of the big ship they made that <laughs> yeah. sank. Um, I mean, I guess it's a, still a historical thing, but it's not like it sank in Belfast. All they did was build it not yeah, very well. Rubbish. They also built a lot of really good ships that actually lasted <laughs> quite a long time, but I guess you put the famous one. <laughs> when you watch the news, do you say, what about all the good stuff? What about all the vans that didn't <laughs> crash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I also it was a feat. The building of it, it was just that they chose to put on too few lifeboats. That was the issue. Yeah. Well, it's just that they sank it on purpose. That was the real issue. Oh, Christ. I, <laughs> you know, I didn't finish that podcast because I was getting too cross with it. Oh, you should, because at the end, the, there's a good ending to it. Yeah? Yeah, I think it'll make you less cross. Mm. Oh, maybe <laughs> I will. Make me cross. <laughs> 
So hmm. maybe Gross, you'll like it. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll stick to it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's a big joke. <laughs> it's like um, like John Cleese. I'm just waiting for him to to reveal the sort of devastating payoff that for the last 10 years, as he's been saying more and more sort of outrageous right-wing <laughs> yeah. stuff, it's actually a character he's been playing <laughs> and he's going to unpack the whole thing in a two-hour TV special. <laughs> I'm living in hope. <laughs> Who's got symbolism? Well, let me <laughs> tell you. I've got some symbolism right here. Um, he was watching uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And I have no idea what that has to do <laughs> with Belfast or anything. Um, but something, right? Yeah. <laughs> the child catcher. The child catcher is... The baddies were snatching their innocence. Oh, yeah, mm. okay. Mm. They didn't show the child catcher scene, though, did they? No, they showed showed them falling off a cliff and just dramatically, at the last second, making it and flying away, which is sort of what they did. Like, the whole community mm. was falling God, off a cliff. That's pretty on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> how, how about uh, vehicles as symbols at various points in the film. Oh, okay. Or, or how vehicles are part of the story. Because there's the explodey one at the start. Yep. Telling us about yep. how there's explosions. Yep. Um, And then they use the car as part of the barricade at one point, but it's got the doors are all blown off it and stuff. So mm. it's uh, it's kind of rubbish actually as a barricade. Permeable. <laughs> Permeable barricade, semi-permeable membrane, mm. um, something. As buses, they're on buses quite a lot, going to the hospital and then leaving to move to England. Mm. Yeah. A lot of things happen on buses. Uh, and then Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is the hero car that saves the people on it from drowning yeah. when they drive off a cliff. So that's got to be important. Maybe that's what the boss at the end is, is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang saving them <laughs> from the trouble. Um, Claire, you've yeah. nailed it. You've yeah. done it again. There we go. Well done. The whole thing was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Who's yeah, seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I have not seen it. I think I have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. Have you seen it, Fernando? No. Uh, it's uh, it's worth a watch. It's a it's quite mm. a it's so a you... a real sort of big entertainment film. Uh, yeah, it's like two and a half hours long, and there's a lot happens. Good for kids. It, in a, a it's from a bygone era of <laughs> like kids entertainment that was meant to be a, a real event and not something to like shut them up for an hour. This year, the children's novel written by Ian Fleming. For his son Casper. <laughs> Where Ian Fleming, who did the Bond novels. Yeah, same one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That can't be true. That's, That's true. A diverse career. Good for it. Good for him. Mm. <laughs> cool. I think they considered Dick Van Dyke for Bond at one point, didn't they? No. No. Did they? I'm sure I've heard that. I can't believe that. that I mean, that would have been amazing. Be right. Oh, I'm just imagining. <laughs> Bert 
from Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. They offered the role to him. I'm glad he said no. He, he, said he, could, he couldn't, he couldn't, Bond. He couldn't do the English accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I didn't stop him with Mary Poppins. <laughs> Very much couldn't do the English accent. <laughs> so they figured it was more important for Bond. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, maybe we should pick it sometime. I probably won't, though. It's not actually that good. <laughs> um, do you recommend the film or do you recommend the the novel? Oh, I've never read the novel. I'd faintly recommend the film. It was, yeah, something something pretty cool. I'd... I'd yeah, I reckon like if it's on at the cinema and you've got a child you could take to it, that would be that would be spot on. I think mm. if there's a novel version available, you're a bad person if you don't read the novel first. Hmm? Are you wow. an uncultured person, Fernando? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a novel version of Belfast? <laughs> I hope I hope so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if it turns out to be a graphic novel? Do you have to read that first? Um, don't know. I have to ask someone who's on, up on these things. <laughs> I never read a novel first if there's a film. <laughs> I was just you did joking. Not read Harry Potter first. Oh, I did do that, but that was before uh, the film, film came out. First, well, you I read still, Harry you Potter and then the they made a film. First. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. I said if there's a film, I never read the novel first. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Kenneth Branagh's autobiography is probably going to be the the book version of this, surely. I suppose That's true, so. Yeah. I was about to say, has he written an autobiography? <laughs> has he written an autobiography? <laughs> yeah, it's called Magical Me. Magical <laughs> yeah. Me by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> <laughs> With a flourish of his quill, he signed his name on the first page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Um, we've not really commented on actors, and there was a bit of a bit of an all-star cast. Um, yes, we had some great, great actors, didn't we? Judy Dench was brilliant. Great, as always. No yeah. Old women, Northern Irish actors that they could ask to be Granny. Not as good as Judy Dench, though. Yeah, you got to cast Judy Dench if you can get Judy. <laughs> <laughs> she was incredible as well. Yeah. Um, and who was her her husband, the the granddad? Kieran Hind. Kieran Hind. I recognised him, but I couldn't remember where from. Me too. He's and then I looked it up, and I still can't remember. <laughs> Let's look him up again. Here we go. Oh, accidentally googled TV series. That's no good at all. He was oh, in he was Rome. A, I don't know if anyone saw Harry that TV series. He was Aber. What's Dumbledore's brother? Aberforth. Aberforth. I think he was Aberforth. Okay. There will be blood. Yeah. Uh, I guess when you're that old, you've been in, <laughs> you've been in something or other. Yeah. But yeah, he was good. Um, I think Jamie Dornan's brilliant. I was surprised he got um, second billing after Judy Dench ahead of Kieran Hind. Um, he was the dad, was he? Yeah. He was quite important, wasn't he? Um, yeah, I suppose so. And they never build the children first, do they? Well, no, he was introducing... Yes. Whoever he was. Did they build Judy Dench first? Yeah, I think so. Did they? That's mm. mad. 
Yeah. Well, I was mad. <laughs> but it's Judy Dench. That's true. I'd have done the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I just changed the Judy title Dench's... of the film to Judy yeah. Dench stars in <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a Kenneth Branagh production. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else um, think that the it was a bit? I was a bit like, well, I know what's going to happen, don't I? Because Kenneth Branagh's got an English accent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so of course they moved to England. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure because he. <laughs> I figure he went to Rada. Oh, I see. You thought they could have just beaten out of him. Yeah, or, mm. or thinking about it, I've never actually heard him speak in an interview or anything. It could just be all the characters that he plays are English. But yeah, just classically go. trained actors, right? Yeah, true. He is good in things. I enjoy Kenneth Branagh sometimes. He's a rubbish Poirot, but you know. Yeah, I didn't like him as Poirot. Yeah. Again, he was so good as as Benedict in Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah. Well, that was that was his defining role for me. <laughs> oh, it was totally um, Lockhart for me. I love Lockhart. Yeah, okay, he did a good Lockhart. Yeah. Oh, I hated him so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite character in Harry Potter. Hmm. I'll just guess... never forgive him for divorcing Emma Thompson. Oh, and cheating on she's, Emma Thompson. She's just perfect in every way. Yeah. You know, it's just a film, right? No, he cheated on her with Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. Helena Bonham Carter wasn't even in Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking Hamlet again. Oh, yeah. You're Not telling well. me... <laughs> sorry, you're, you're telling me actual <laughs> actual Kenneth Branagh <laughs> yeah. was married to Emma Thompson yes. and then cheated on her with, yes. with Helena Bonham Carter yes. leading to the breakup of their marriage. Yes. That is top quality gossip. <laughs> That's brilliant. How did I never know about this? How many, how many celebrity couples break up due to an affair with a third equally famous celebrity who's been in loads of stuff with both of them? I wonder. I don't know. I can't think of anyone else. That's an amazing love triangle. Yeah. God, and they were all teachers in Harry Potter, right? No. Or no, she was Bellatrix, Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange. Bellatrix Lestrange, yeah. But they were all in well, Harry they Potter. they were all in Harry Potter. They were. I think they were in different Harry Potter, so. Uh, yes, you're right. Yeah, Lockhart was in the second one. Yeah. And, uh, one uh, features heavily in the third one. Trelawney features heavily in the third one. We don't see Bellatrix until the fourth Fair. one onwards. Fifth one. Oh, but you see, you see a bit of Trelawney in the fifth one. So they've been. I bet they were on set at the same time. Mm. Oh, wow, <laughs> tantalising. God, you can see why people buy these magazines, can't you? <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to be here when you learned for the first time about this. Yeah. Still, what a what a bastard. <laughs> Poor. Poor Emma. Poor Emma Thompson, I know. <laughs> oh, so that scene in Love Actually. Snape. Yeah, she did get cheated on by Snape. Oh my God. She, no, that's just a film. <laughs> no, Snape's real. Tell me that's just a film. She didn't remarry Alan Rickman. <laughs> and then he cheated on her with Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that was a film now. <laughs> I'll believe anything. <laughs> 
Oh wow! Yeah. Um. Did so. Did what happened in the end? Did Did Kenneth Branagh and uh, and Helena Bonham Carter like go any further? Did they Did they get married? No, they didn't get married. I think they were together for a while, were they not? Right. That sounds right. I can't remember. Jesus. Yeah, I think he's married to someone else now. It says here that he is married to Lindsay Bronach. Ah. Don't even know who that is. God, so, yeah, so the whole Bernard and Beatrix story in in Much Ado About Nothing is going to be, it's going to feel so different now, this this sort of, <laughs> how they hate each other, but they fall in love. And it, was that before or after the affair? <laughs> it must have been before, surely. I don't know. So they got divorced in 1995, and then he had yeah. a relationship with Helena Bonham Carter till 1998. Yeah, so I think Much Ado was 93. So were they married? Or tell me they fell in love on set. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Except not, because it all ended so Yeah. When did Kenneth Brown marry Emma Thompson? I think we should set up a gossip corner as a weekly segment on our... Yeah, yeah, gossip. <laughs> I don't think that would end well for us. Oh, they were already all married. People. That's true. Okay. They were married in 1989. Oh, so it's just Kenneth Branagh cast his wife in the thing. Oh, and yeah, probably best actor in it. He was lucky to have her. Mm. Uh, right, we need to need to fill in the gaps then. What was the what was the link to the last film, which was the Last Emperor? Oh, now you're asking. Mm. Ooh, certainly am. Uh, intimate focus on a handful of characters with a backdrop of large political, uh, you know. Events. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and we only kind of get a hint at the events through the experiences of this one central yeah. person who's kind of, kind Lots of naive time. to it. Yeah, mm. yeah, well, that was easy. Wow, what's what's cool. the next um, one? <laughs> what if we recast all men as women and women as men? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we'd have the fretful husband who. <laughs> Throws plates at the wife. That, that scene would have played out differently. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the idea of like the gangs of like being led by women who are trying to kick all of the other, kick all the Catholic women out of the street or whatever. That's yeah, something engaging about that. Nice. What if we were cast as the characters? <laughs> what if we were cast as the characters? <laughs> or, or who would be? I would be the brothers in preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd have Fernando yelling about fire and brimstone. <laughs> I think I'd be the fretful mother. Perfect. You'd be the fretful mother. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they overdid her. I was. I was a bit nervous about it because she a lot of her role seemed to be to sort of bring the mood down and tell people off. But she they made her into a proper character as well. It wasn't just like dark water. Yeah, she was very sympathetic. Like you could see why she was responding in the way yeah. that she did. I okay, I didn't think they did it that well. I thought the actress was just good. Um Yeah, okay. Maybe that's all you need though. Who would you be, Laura? Ooh, um who was the guy who ran around I'd be Kenneth Branagh, yeah. <laughs> You'd be Kenneth Branagh. <gasps> Sorry, I'm, who, who were you going I'm to behind say? the scenes and yet I'm everywhere. Yeah. I am become God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Kenneth. 
it's lunchtime now. <laughs> Soup today. I want to be Buddy because I've felt yeah, a lot like him. Yeah, you can be Buddy. I'll be the dad. Just to round you it all out. Oh, you'd be my dad. No, That's I nice. feel like you, Laura, would be Catherine. Who's Catherine? Well, the girl with whom Buddy's in love. Oh, yes. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. How's your maths? She was a bit of a... Yeah, she was a bit of a goody two-shoes for me. (laughs) I think I'd be the one who's got bunchies and wants to steal and riot. Oh, yeah, the tear-away girl who's (laughs) in a gang. Oh, yeah, you're definitely the cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, nailed it. Yeah, get swept along in a crowd. (laughs) Yes, you've talked about getting swept along in a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'd have been bounty mutineer number two <laughs> yeah. straight in there cutlass at the ready yeah. slash maybe one of Bly's crew if I was around the wrong people at the <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you guys are you're staying loyal are you yeah group me too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting into the boat now yep it's fine <laughs> Oh yeah, me. I'm Protestant. No, which which one? Yeah, Protestant. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I liked your speech about the double bluff. That was fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was just a perfect way of kind of demonstrating how how pointless and meaningless the entire <laughs> yeah. thing is. It's uh, quite good. That's good. Ah. Oh, oh well, Wilf, Wilf will be disappointed because it seemed that like we were going to have a proper argument. Yeah, but yeah, I think you you had. You, you made some sense there. Um, <laughs> overall, I, I found myself very engaged and I found the, the visuals quite striking as well as the story and the, the drama. And I the take it back. Up. It was all shit and you're shit for thinking it was good. Go and there to we go. fucking yeah. hell, Laura. <laughs> I hope you fall off the, the steep and narrow path to heaven and go <laughs> and fall into the fires of Satan himself. <laughs> yeah, that kept it interesting. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Ticked off. Yeah, good conversation, though. Thank Lovely. you. Yeah, thank you for picking it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you, Claire. Great stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Um, yeah. Any any last I'm thoughts? Glad we watched it. Um, yeah, it was good. I'm not so glad I had to pay nine ninety nine for it, though. Yeah, crap! Fucking pirated that as soon as I saw it was nine ninety nine. It's like nine ninety nine. I don't even get a disc. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, nine ninety nine till Apple goes bankrupt." And that, yeah. But then you'll know that I've timed to the last minute again. <laughs> I don't want to shame it. <laughs> Takes you a quarter past four to be like, "What's the link?" <laughs> Send me the link. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you learned your lesson now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never learn, damn it. I'll pay any number of monies. <laughs> any number of monies. <laughs> any number of monies. <laughs> uh, right, I'm shall all I done. play the music? Please. Great. Beautiful. What? Oh, I forgot to say that it was totally mad that they had a Van Morrison soundtrack and then put two non-Van Morrison songs in. I know, that was really (laughs) through me. So I guess the the next thing is for us to to pick the next film. (laughs) Uh, We each get one more pick before the Oscars. (laughs) How exciting. Should we pair off? Yeah. 
Mm. Cool. Claire and Laura? Ready. Three, two, one. Paper, scissors, damn it. That's Claire through. Uh, Can someone count Fernando and me in? Three, two, one. Scissors. Oh. Yes. Come on, man. Well, we can't both go scissors, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Fun taunting. Yes. Three, two, one. Scissors. Scissors. (laughs) Fernando, you you count them in, see if it does anything different. Three, two, one. Scissors. (laughs) Well done, Claire. Can I hold your nerve in these things? Yeah. yeah. Um, your, your final pick before the Oscars. Yeah, I've decided to not Oscar bait, um, or maybe maybe I am Oscar baiting. I don't know, but I'm going with uh, the Untouchables. Untouchables. 1987 American crime film. That's the one. Brilliant. 1987. Great. Excellent. <laughs>